He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. And every week, Andy Hall's bringing them to you on the Laser Airwaves. This week in Andy's Hall Pass. One of my favorite new artists. Very excited to welcome to the Laser Hotline, Aaron Jones. It's always great to hear from you, Aaron. We're excited to have you in town next Tuesday evening at Woolies, but uh, I'm willing to bet nobody's more excited to be out playing shows than you are. I'm feeling good about it, man. Yeah, it's been it's been a pleasure just getting back on the stage and then more over, you know, tightening things up. I got a new band, I got a new, a new show together, and so, you know, really enjoying it. I remember my first Aaron Jones experience. It was uh, 2017. You opened for Theory of a Dead Man here in Des Moines, and I'll never forget the crowd's reaction to you. You know how it is being an opening act, trying to win over an audience that doesn't have much familiarity with you. Watching all those people's jaws drop about two minutes into your set was pretty awesome. I think you made some fans that night, and no doubt you were getting that kind of reaction in a lot of places back then. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of cats at that point hasn't really heard of us. You know, we, I mean, we were still building a pretty, a pretty big underground following up to that point. You know, so I mean, uh, I think a lot of people were very shocked to have, have seen and heard what they did at the time, especially without having radio play uh, and all the things that typically come with doing national tours. You know, so I mean, we're definitely experiencing a little bit, a little bit, that, a little bit of that right now. Um, but I think people are more expecting of that show rather, rather than uh, before when it was a complete shock. Fast forward to signing your record deal and trying to navigate your mission statement and all that entails during the chaos of last year. It goes without saying it makes a pivotal point in your career all the more difficult. How did you maintain your composure and keep your eye on the prize through it all? You know, man, I, I'm a, a firm believer um, in uh, a lot of what Bruce Lee used to talk about, which is expanding and contracting, you know, and um, the world is pushing you to be uh, inward. The world is pushing you to be more secluded. Just take it for what it is and flow with that energy. When things open back up, you flow with that energy. So um, I was able to really focus on what was important at the time for me, which is like songwriting and really get this record done. And, and you know, some of that was absorbing the risk of COVID and, and trying to get the task and the mission done, you know. And so, um, but I, I have a firm belief, believer that my spirituality kept me going, you know what I mean, even though it was a tough time. Child of the State was released back in May. And speaking of mission statement, what's it feel like to see Take Me Away have the impact it did right out of the gate and then Mercy become a number one song at Active Rock Radio to follow that? Two songs that I know feel very personal to you and your story. Yeah, you know, I, I, the impact of those songs, I, I, I really didn't understand the impact of those songs until now when I got to tour and see people and, you know, understanding what Take Me Away meant for people, especially in the time period that it, that it, was, it was released, you know, and uh, during the pan, peak of the pandemic when people were on, on lockdown and really feeling isolated and depressed and, and having a hard time with it. I mean, um, I've talked to people who, who lost relatives. I've talked to people who were battling with depression. I've talked to people who, you know, had, felt like they had no way out and how that song was the thing, the one thing that kept them uh, moving and moved forward and singing through and the same thing for Mercy. You know, I think a lot of people just raised the Mercy because of what it meant for them in that time period, you know. So um, it's been really super um, emotional for me at times. Uh, talking to people about how those songs have impacted them. Of course, with everything that was going on in the world last year, it would be difficult to focus solely on who you are with those songs, as I think is often the case with an artist in their first impression, and write about your perspective on things that inspire you to write. Is one easier or more enjoyable than the other for you, writing about yourself in an autobiographical sense versus writing about events and how they made you feel? Um, no, I think, they're all, I think they're all one of the same. I think writing about my emotions also usually pertains to events. 
Um, so I, I think that they are they usually kind of coincide with each other. So I, I don't know that, that I have a, a different feeling towards one or the other. Aaron Jones is my special guest. Don't miss him live at Woolies next Tuesday night with Hounds as the openers. It's so much fun to watch you play the guitar because you're not just playing it. It's almost like the instrument becomes an extension of you in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I credit that to this unorthodox style that I've, I've uh, developed over time. You know, um, having become the artist that I, that I have, um, you know, playing guitar and being self-taught, I never really got the formal lessons to, to have to think about, you know, um, technique and where I'm going on the guitar so much as I'm just like trying to express myself through, through what I know. You have no shortage of iconic influences when it comes to guitarists that inspired you to start playing. And I, I believe most of, if not all of them, were self-taught like you are. Uh, and I wouldn't knock someone that wants to learn somebody else's methods and style. But the ones that really stand out tend to be the ones that develop their own methods and style, don't you think? Absolutely. You know, you know one of my biggest heroes, Jimi Hendrix, you know, came from my hometown, my home neighborhood. And, um, you know, he is a person that stylistically comes from, from out of left field, you know. Um, he's a left-handed guitar player. He plays this kind of thumb-over style. He never really played in the orthodox style. And, and the way he's like, we're similar in that way and that, that he played pure emotion and expression through his guitar rather than trying to think about technique. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the day that you uh, light a guitar on fire and smash it to pieces like Jimmy did back in the day. <laughs> you know, I've, I've, been, I've been known to do such a thing uh, here and there. So, you know, I, I think as time uh, goes on and it's going to see the, my show get bigger and develop, I think you're going to see more and more of that. That's fun. Back to uh, Child of the State for a second. I read somewhere that there were songs that you brought into the sessions that you already sort of had worked out and others that were a result of separate creative process. Being a guy that has always got a guitar in his hand and always noodling, can I assume that there have been some seeds planted at least in regards to songs for your next album? Yeah, man, you know, I've got a ton of stuff that, uh, that didn't make the album. Uh, I have a ton of stuff that's on, on, the, on the, the backlog that... Um, you know, could see the light of day. It's just hard to say right now. I, I will say that I have been making active progress towards starting my next album. So a lot of that stuff has been on my mind. And there are a lot of sites seeds planted and ideas planted to, to make the next album for sure. And technology, what it is, makes it pretty simple to bank those ideas nowadays as opposed to stories I've heard from years past where, you know, they're looking for tapes, you know, in a basement somewhere. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, technology is really something these days. Aaron Jones, live at Woolies next Tuesday night. Man, I'm so excited to see you again, dude. I can't wait, man. I'm, I'm super excited to be at Woolies. I'm super excited to be back in the morning. Thank you again for your time, Aaron. It's always great catching up with you. Always, my man. We'll catch up soon.